It's the Boyle and Rojas podcast, episode 51. I'm Nick Rojas. He's Nick Boyle. Austin Rojas, what did we just see? Uh, <laughs> hostels. 2017's Hostels. If you go back a couple months, I was raving about this movie. You were pumped. I was so excited, and you were like, don't do it. I was like, don't be pumped, it's January, Look at when it's getting know, released. Look when it's I getting... was like, I know... But no, I, I told you, I literally told feeling. you, it's getting no buzz. Now you understand. I know. You know what? To me, I thought it was going to be like a, um, almost more of a feel of like Django Unchained with Christian Bale almost. And there was going to be some sort of like with, not not on that premise plot wise, right. but I thought like action wise, it was going to be up. like that. Um, and it wasn't. And I was just highly disappointed. Austin, before we get into really this movie, you want to give us the plot of this movie or since you missed the beginning part? Yeah, I mean, I missed the beginning, but I don't think you've missed much because it's a pretty long movie. You missed and probably the greatest scene of the whole thing, actually. Yeah, probably. I'm not um, lying. <laughs> it seemed like it was pretty action-packed just by how loud it was walking in. But anyways, really, it's a movie about uh, a very reluctant U.S. Army captain uh, who has to transport a Native American to his original homeland so that he can die. That's really the heart of that movie. You know, uh, pretty much as soon as the captain's, uh, who was his leader? Colonel? Was it a colonel there, Austin? Yeah, I think it was a colonel. Says, like, hey, you know, if anybody gives you any gruff here, you got these papers here, it's from the president, like, good luck. And you knew as soon as that happened, like, oh, well, this probably isn't going to go that well. <laughs> yeah, and immediately, immediately goes poorly. Um, but like Austin said, it's, yeah, that's pretty much it. It opens up with Native Americans storming on a house with a, uh, a woman her baby and her two children and a husband and uh, they all die. Yeah, like quickly, except for her. Except but for her. it was just—I mean, that was the most alert, intense. But honestly, that was, we have to spoil it because it's the first five minutes. It's the Great only scene. good. It's and a, it's a fantastic scene. That's why I said I thought it was gonna be like Django and I was like, Dude, whoa, a, here a, we go. A baby gets shot. I've never seen something I've like never that. Seen was a baby that, get shot. In my movie. heart like stop. I was like, oh, I'm fine oh spoiling that for people because again that. It was the weirdest thing to watch on. I was like, oh my god, I was like, wow. dead. Immediately thought, wow, this director is ballsy. That's just like. But here's the thing um, the, first, uh, the first 15 minutes after that happened, or first 20 minutes, man, you're just like into that movie because you're like, this poor woman lost, like. Oh, like yeah, every you're mother only in, it for her. in America. Every, no, not just America. Every mother in the world has ever walked the. Like, Russia. Yeah, like, I can't imagine, <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. pain that that causes of, uh, you know, so you can probably understand why she was super hesitant at first. But, I mean, there's really not much to say about this movie. It's, if you really like sulking and quiet talking. About an hour. About an hour of the movie was funerals and people just getting buried and, and digging graves. Yeah, it was just poor. What it do you think the moral so of this story was, us in here? The story, the overarching theme? I don't even know. Because... Yeah, and it didn't execute any one really well. Like, oh, here's this potentially racist guy who's, like, not racist anymore because he really loves this black guy. And then he ends up loving these Native Americans. And it's like, uh, but isn't he, like, killing all these other people, like, constantly? So yeah. there was never any kind of, like, moral redemption for him other than he just stopped killing certain people. Yeah, and you could see, like, tw- you you almost could have guessed that before the adventure even started. Like, oh, he's going to become best friends with him, and yeah. adios, amigo. But like, 
but in terms of like the moral like character development or something that there was a moment where I leaned into you Nick and said oh I think he's gonna let him go and it's gonna like show how he's like not out for vengeance and killing people and then I know he just hauls off and shoots the guy and then scalps him still yeah. and you're like oh so he's back to who he was at the very start a, of this he's a movie. warrior at heart yeah and uh, he's just killing white people now so whoops but that's how that ends I will say uh, one thing I want to mention about the movie is I think directors have officially liked to play with the audience and think that it's totally not rude or anything to go from complete complete pitch black to the most blinding light in the world. Yeah. I was multiple times in the movie this happened and I was like, are you even there was a scene where I thought it was fading and it was going to be over and then it did it and I was like, I I'm annoyed. We struggled <laughs> to stay awake, but then those oh, scenes would yeah. happen, and we'd be like, oh, okay. There would be w- the smallest amount of dialogue, and I'd start to just, like, close my eyes for a second. Like, yeah, theater, like, no, and I'd have to, like, sit up. This is, yeah. Like, so, I will say this. What this movie had going for it, cast was solid. A well, lot of They who's put up who, a good performance. Who's a who's who of people who have been in some great movies lately? You had Jesse Plemons, who we all know from Friday Night Lights, yeah. and a bunch of other. He was in Three Billboards. He was in The Post. So, he's in two Best Picture nominees this year, Jesse Plemons. Uh, you have Ben Foster, who is in last year's Hell or High Water and has been in some good movies. You have the guy with the beard who's been in a bunch of good movies. Christian Bale, obviously, is great. Rosamund Pike, who is in Gone Girl. Um, Wait, who's the guy from Friday Night Lights on Three Billboards? Jesse Plemons. He was the uh, sheriff in, in uh, Three B- Billboards outside of Missouri. Steven. Or, or was he the sheriff in American Made? Yeah, yeah, never mind. I was mixing up my movies where Caleb Landry Jones yeah, is... There you go. He's the guy that's in the... He's the billboard guy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the confusion. Well, but different Jesse, people. Well, Jesse... No, Jesse Plemons is in both American Made and uh, The Post. Who's also yeah, an observant yeah. report. Just, Jesse Plemons has been a lot. When he shows up, I, I was like, oh, cool. Black Mass. He was in it. He's guy. Yeah, he's been yeah. in great movies. Um, ben Foster, I feel like they kind of wasted him. I mean, he was good in his scenes. Then, like, a bunch of people just show up and then they die. Yeah. And there was, like, one guy who was literally in a scene singing a song and the next scene he's dead. You don't even see him die. You don't even see him get buried. No. It was just like, oh. Wow, I didn't even notice that um, Black uh, Black Hawk, yeah, the son, was Adam Joe Beach. Dirt. Yeah, Joe Dirt. He was Thank in Flag you. of Our Fathers, uh, Suicide Squad, The yep. Watchmen. He was in a bunch of movies. And I... I Kind of thought I knew him, but I yeah. couldn't. And now that I put the name in the face, I got it. Um, I will also say shout out to Stephen Lang, who was the colonel, like we were saying earlier. Just um, we, you put oh, it yeah, right in the head, breathe. Ross. Yeah, don't yeah. breathe. I knew he, immediately. And great performance, but uh, I mean, in this movie, sure eh, it was what it was, right? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of cool. To, like I will say this: the costumes are cool. It's kind of cool to see, like. The late 1800s. Was it? I mean, they can get those costumes like anywhere. Yeah, well, I don't I know mean, how uh, much we really give costume design because it's not. I don't know how hard it really is anymore. That's what I didn't know. Well, for this movie at least, I thought I, for this movie I didn't know if it was really that hard for them to do costume design. The only thing I did appreciate was the makeup design. Was I like that Christian Bale's facial hair grew throughout the movie mm. around his face. Like he started off with just the big stash and then like over the trip it kind of grew in and I liked that that aspect was in it. Like that sm- that's just a s- facial hair growing. Um I think that that's a director saying don't shave, you know, it, it'll yeah. add to your character. So I 
gave that. Yeah, I guess that's not really makeup per se. That's hard though, because sometimes they don't film movies in chronological order. Yeah, the scenes are out of order. So I mean, he could have started with a full beard and then kind of shaved it down, as is needed. I didn't think about it. Um, the more I talk about this movie, the more I realize like, why are we talking about it? I just really yeah. I'm sorry to like. (laughs) If talking about this movie spoiled it for you, I'm sorry if the way I, I cavalierly talked about some people's death this movie may offend you. Um, listen to podcasts, I mean... I'm just kind of shocked you sho- got a 7.3 sho- out of I know. 10 on and it, and, and I want to say, too, like, this movie, like, the first five minutes, like, if you're sensitive to this kind of stuff, like, I don't know, Boyle, you're, you saw it with me, like... That was kind of intense, man. That first five minutes, I think, was... I was not expecting... Really, I was expecting I'm, them to maybe... Actually, I was expecting the women to all get away. You and I have seen, like... the kids died... And right. I was excited! Not, not, And that's a bad thing to say, but I just mean in the sense of... I thought it was going in that direction. Like, this is going to be a crazy, hostile movie. Like, the title and the way I thought it was advertised when I first saw it. But it didn't go that way. But then... Now, for me, if you miss that opening scene... I can't even That's imagine. That's not even at all what the movie is because every kill after that is from a distance. You don't really see any blood. Um, you know, there's that one scene where they don't even show the killing. You just hear it. So it seemed very safe every point after that. Yeah, which is actually good. And they were all had perfect aim. Did you notice that? They all literally had, like, perfect shots, which I was like, okay, but... Would they really all have perfect shots? No. Most other movies show that there's a little bit of, like... Yeah. But, I mean, like, how much am I going to depict the movie? I know what I I know I didn't enjoy it. I know yeah, most probably... Movies are don't waste your money on this one. We still have to see, at the time of this recording, two more Best Picture nominees, Phantom Thread and... This one got one? No. No, no, no. We still have to see Phantom Thread and Hold Me By... Oh, Call Me By Your Name, so... Still have to see those. And, uh... Sure. But, yeah, so... I give this one a 5 out of 10. That's my, uh, how many kernels I give it on the Fisher scale. Austin? I'm going to keep it at a 5 as well. I think that's pretty good. It Neither good, nah, not bad, but. Pretty to look at. I yeah, I was going actually, um, <laughs> I was going 4.5. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I it's just. We got to be hard on some of these you movies. You know what? Here. That's the thing. I feel like. I want to be a little bit harder this year on movies and really, at least for myself, really grade them more realistic. Because it's a movie we're going to forget. That's kind of how I kind of lean under the five. I feel like above a five, I won't, like Den of Thieves, I was just saying. I just saw that the other day. Quick side note, but uh, I gave it a 5.5. It was a, it, I gave it the little point five above a good movie, which I think is a five, you know, halfway in between one and a ten on the Fisher scale. Mm-hmm. But, um,. A 5.5 because it had a, it had a cool twist at the end I wasn't expecting, and I enjoyed that. But it wasn't enough to sit there and say, people need to go see it. But it wasn't, don't not see it. If, if that was on TV, you 100% should watch it because I thought it was totally enjoyable. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, no, this i got to be a little bit harder on these, and I totally think a 4.5. And I, and I honestly, if I revisit this question to you guys in about two months and be like, what do you guys think about that movie? I, I agree with you, Nick. I feel like we would sit here and say, uh, I would knock it down even a little more. Like, I think in this, in the grand spectrum, it's the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, I think there's a lot of movies that are going to come out that uh, you know, this will just fade very quickly. We'll be do like, you think that we next December will be like, oh my God, remember Hostels? Dude, it's, <laughs> it's like that with the Magnificent Seven or whatever. What was that? Is that what we. The, the, that last Western we saw? Yeah. I love that movie. 
Oh, you do? I think it was Magnificent Seven. I it, I really enjoyed that one compared to this one with yeah. Chris Pratt. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I barely remember anything about that movie. Oh, I disagree. See, to I mean, me, that made a lasting... But that, at a certain yes. point, too, with that action, like, that was, like, like a million people die in that movie, and it's just, like, at a certain point, you're just, like... The Western, but that's a Western. Numb, yeah, but the, yeah the Western as a style, though, is almost all based on nostalgia more than anything else. That's what it gets its money from. So, like... To expect something that good from a Western is tough. Like, Revenant is, like, borderline Western. Because um, it's really not that kind of classic Western tale yeah. of guns and cowboys. Um, and that's... I mean, uh, Revenant was good. But, it, again, it's the same thing. These are movies you can only see one time. Like, they're just too long and somewhat mm-hmm. dull that you can't watch these again. Like I'd rather watch True Grit again. Uh, Robert Patrick, the guy who played uh, the Terminator in Terminator 2... In his Twitter handle, it's Robert Patrick T two because it's one of those like, hey, if you forgot who I am, he said, in my opinion, Hustle is one of the best films I've seen in years. Rosamund Pike and Christian Bale are amazing, as is the rest of the cast. Congrats to Scott Cooper, go see it. Yikes. No. So we, uh, Boyle, thank you for tweeting out from uh, at the BNR podcast. Tweet out what is your favorite western of all time. We got one response. It's from Cookie Rojas. <laughs> he said, the good, the mad, the ugly. Of course. Is and was Rojax's favorite and mine yeah. too. That would be uh, our grandfather, Abuelo. <laughs> they they used to take him to the movies on Sunday afternoons, and they'd see a double feature. Really? And uh, he would always get him a hot dog and a coke in between the movies. That's nice. And uh, they used to watch westerns together. So that's uh, you know, as much as I just dogged westerns, they do serve an important purpose. I was in gonna this say that's history. a cool and that's a cool fun tra- uh, tradition right there. I can appreciate that. It, but my dad never got me hot dogs at movie theaters in between multiple shows. But you know. It's fine. Different times. <laughs> That's the one thing you want to just hear about thing. It's it's fine. Uh well I told my therapist already, so it's good. Alright, well that does this does it for this episode. Does anybody have anything else to add? Uh so no one tweeted? I know we sent it out like just literally cooking. mid through the movie. Okay. I had one friend uh snapped me that said, Does the Magnificent Seven count? I said yes, and I think that they would agree. Which version? Ooh. I I like that I never saw the, the old one. I've only seen the new one. So, well, check but out the original. I liked it. Um, Butler, hey Butler, answered and said, "Unforgiven." I w- well, you guys need to answer this question, by the way. So, what is your favorite of all time? I mean, mine. Uh, Michaela just tweeted me too. Uh, Django Unchained. What, it's, I, it, you I, know what stinks I, is I can't. I, I can't would go. Favorite, I'd go Django. I can't give a favorite western because all the westerns I've seen are all new movies, and I know for a fact that they can't. Okay. Be. Well, yeah, we're not. Uh, here we go. Here's my number one favorite western is Rango, obviously. Okay. Number <laughs> two. True Grit for me, Mike. Butch be. Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's a good one. Back to the Future. That's part one actually three. worth. What? That's a western. I <laughs> might think. actually. Hey, be my that was western. on before I came to this. I'm not. I was literally watching Honestly, that western before I came here. I've never seen that Austin though. To bring that back. What? Which one? Butch Cassidy. Yeah. That one's actually one that I I've think heard. It's, I've up. heard it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's. I like that one. It's got uh, who's a what's it? Robert Redford. I think. Um, on with names there. Butch Cassidy and Sundance <laughs> I Kid. I always Wait. do that. Is, is uh no yeah it's Paul Newman and Robert Redford oh it is yep and it's good. oh Smokey and the Bandit is uh Burt Reynolds yeah that's, that's a different, different thing altogether that's a completely different thing yeah not the same but yeah that one is probably the real one I guess I'll put True Grit and then Rango Rango though I mean 
If it wasn't animated and you just had the plot, you'd probably I think own, it's pretty good. I own Rango. You know what isn't good, actually, for a Western? The other Johnny Depp one. Oh, God, what was that? The Lone Ranger. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that movie, I was thinking about that That movie, fell actually. Asleep. During this? I actually fell asleep during Yeah, that I fell asleep. One. We saw so, that as a drive-thru. Actually bad. I remember you guys telling me about Yeah, we that. saw Monsters University was the first yeah, movie. The incredible. second movie was Lone Ranger. And the first five minutes the movie, you're like, oh, this is kind of good action scene. And then it, like, stops and you're like... Passed out. The only thing I remember for that movie is that there was a train and a building on fire. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yep, I that remember that end? too. Yeah, was that the beginning? That the and end. I remember Johnny Depp uh, just ru- doing his like his Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. run down the train. <laughs> yeah, that movie was bad. If you could get that, but I was asleep, yeah. so can I say it? it would bad? Constantly make me smile though. Or just a bunch of videos of Johnny Depp running like that. Yeah, <laughs> with those wavy Maybe hands. Seeing him on a treadmill at a gym running. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I lose it. <laughs> All right, we have a late addendum to the best favorite Western. <laughs> Kristen Rojas, our mom, said that City Slickers was her favorite Western movie of all time. Austin, uh, you quick statement on that. And here's her line from it. Scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla, don't waste my time. And that's why she loves that movie. It is a good movie, though. Billy Crystal at his finest. I've never seen it. Thank you, Mom. We all have I have not. In the den, Nick. They showed it to it us. It wasn't me. We also I wasn't owned there. it on DVD. Dude, so. I was in college for four years. Remember that? Yeah, but oh, just it trust me. Me. We've all seen this. I've not seen it. I might have seen it. I don't know. I don't think hey, I have. Winchester comes out Friday. All right, we're done. Pirates of the Caribbean 5 was better than this movie, Hostels. Good call. Thank you. Yeah. I'd agree with that 100%. More entertaining, for sure. Absolutely. Sweatier, too. Yeah, so Austin, you said sweat factor, not a... Not a factor. Not a factor. Even though one. the heat was on. Crank it. Yeah. I, I, was, I was remarkably calm, cool, and collected. Like you were. Uh, Christian There Bale were a few moments where you're like, oh, what's going to happen here? Or like, And then it immediately, like, everything that you think is going to happen happens. People I was kind of wondering if arms. they were going to make that, like... Uh, none of this felt like it was themes they were going to connect to the know. modern time The one all. person that was bringing it up got shushed by her husband. So I was like, okay. Yeah, at the dinner. There was like a quick talk about, well, it is the Oh, land. that's shh, right. Shh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we because the woman didn't want to hear it. Yeah, that's true. But that's the last thing. The movie was like, we could go this direction, but we're not. Or we could go this direction, no, but we're not going to. Yeah. But I think that that, that PTSD, scene was, specific, maybe? That scene was specifically that? made, though, just to have you sit there and go, oh, like, you know what? What almost your argument, and then all of a sudden be like, yeah, but these two just witnessed slaughtering of their people by these people. So to yeah, them, I now mean, you're seeing yeah. why they call them a savage. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think we need to talk to... about it anymore. No, it's just yeah, the, no, a terrible well, movie. I would say this. I like. <laughs> I like that it would go from like literally like roughing it out in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden like, oh, they're having dinner at a table inside. Uh, windows were too nice though. Maybe. That's my one complaint. All actually. right, we've had enough here. I hope we didn't offend anybody with this podcast. Nah. Any final words, Boyle? What's up? What about you, Austin? Uh, don't see this movie in theaters. That's my last word on this one. Okay. Follow. Okay, so Austin said, "See it at IMAX." Follow <laughs> at Amber. Oh my God, that'd be awful. Follow. Do a double feature in IMAX, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and Hostels. <laughs> It'll be the best nap you ever take. That would be a nice nap. I and almost wondered if I closed my eyes if I was going to wake up perfectly at the end of the movie. Hey, wait, I could close shout out to me and Nick eyes. for each getting a bucket of popcorn. Oh, yes. yeah, that was gold. I had gotten a small mini free popcorn because of my points. I did too. I got and a small then, one, but yeah, I upgraded the two bucks to lunch. 
<laughs> well, that's how they get you. They're like, upgrade for only $2. You're that's like, fine. Yeah, $2? Sure. sure. So Nick comes up, sits down with a huge bucket of popcorn, and then you see Austin immediately walk up with one, too. And I was like, oh, this is gold. Some people may say that we're psychos because we didn't have water, and we just do the tub. See, I thought that immediately. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we do that all the time, though. after eating. Oh, no, we do it all the time. I'm fine right now. Last time at this very movie theater, we thought Nick would be in there first and buy popcorn. Didn't. So I was like, I got to get the popcorn now this time because I'm sure he didn't get it. So I got a big enough one for both of us. Should have texted him first, but he was already in the theater. That would have been rude. So I just, you had to roll the dice and came up snake eyes, as in one bucket for me, one bucket for him. Yeah. So right. No complaints there. Not a popcorn beanie. Shiver the boop boop boop. That's honestly half the reason I actually came to this today. The popcorn? Yeah, because I mean, I was always going to have dinner. Movie, I know. And I, I was coming You weren't that late, though. You, yeah, true. You I, missed, only missed, I barely missed the opening time. You title. missed four minutes. Um, Who are we kidding? He missed the movie. <laughs> Like, I don't mean to say it, but he's going to go this back, theater, Regal, watch that scene, and he'll be like, damn it. Regal Swansea, you can show up 20 minutes late to the listed oh, showtime and you. be fine. Yeah. It's crazy. So many previews. They really do. Anyway, we, we got to get out of here. Yeah. I was laughing because, wait, quick, quick funny story. That's a podcast it, on Twitter. Is on, when I walk in to pay for my ticket, you stopped recording, didn't you? No, it's okay. Oh. Is I went to go pay for my ticket and I was like, oh, it's actually at 710. I thought, you know, check-in says 705. And he goes, does it really? And he looks up and he goes, damn it, the employees keep messing with me. <laughs> and he was wicked upset. I was dying laughing. Oh, my God. Austin, any comment for that? Because <laughs> boy was reaching out with the microphone. Uh, all I know is the guy that I bought my ticket from was also the guy I bought my the popcorn, popcorn from. from. Was also the guy who I was next to in the bathroom. So we couldn't <laughs> shake each other. And we had that look on our face like, we've already said bye four times now. Just get out of this Just bathroom. follow me in the theater. Just or... get out of here so we don't have to do this. You're like again. the... What the heck was that? I don't know. You're like the um, the off in the awful preview in the beginning... Where all of a sudden the guy like is typing and reaches out into the crowd and gets a drink and gets a popcorn. That's that was Austin. With this guy tonight. Well, all right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. At the BNR podcast, Amro has nineteen. Oh, Boyle ninety two. Rojo thirty six. Bye, everybody. Check Bye. it.